0: You're listening to the Mopcast Network.
1: Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mopcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network.
2: Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the weekly mopcast, episode sixty. Sixty. means like that's like the twelfth one you've done with us now.
1: I know. Isn't it crazy? It is crazy, and I went through some serious withdrawals during the holidays.
2: Well, you were busy.
1: I well, yeah, I was busy, but I would have rather been doing this than most of the stuff I was doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, well,
2: you know, you had a, a wedding which wasn't yours. <laughs> well,
1: that's true. That's and true, but I had to be there.
2: Right, because, you know, you know, you being the mother of the groom.
1: I was the mother of the groom.
2: So, um, for those who don't know us, I don't know why you're listening at 60 if you don't know who we are. I am your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. And to my right.
1: I am your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Or, as Scotty likes to call me, the alcoholic toddler. <laughs> I've decided I don't like the word alcoholic,
2: though. Okay, what do you even call yourself? Drunk toddler. Drunk toddler. Toddler. There you go. Which is appropriate since you're now voicing Mop. <laughs> that is appropriate. <laughs> now, speaking of which, this week's episode is brought to you by Chronicles of Limbo. Woo! Chronicles of Limbo is the new webcomment that I've written and with art by J.S. Walker. And there's an ad. You can listen to it now.
1: I am Josephine DeSalle, and most of my life I've been alone, trapped between the living and the dead making my way through the multiverse until I found a home in Limbo. I was content, except for the ever-present hunger for blood. Then she came into my life, turned my carefully placed order into chaos. I can't imagine life any other way, and I will kill anyone who tries to take her away.
2: Chronicles of Limbo is a science fantasy webcomic set in a world of lasers, magic, and monsters. Written by O. White with art by J.S. Walker. Discover more at ChroniclesOfLimbo.com. Not really for Facebook. You'll have to listen tomorrow. (laughs) 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 But uh, you can get to. uh, Hold on. Well, that was an excellent ad. (laughs)
1: That was great. That's the. That's one of the best ads I've heard. I know. Been on the show. Right. It's
2: the my favorite ad. I love it. Not to other our other sponsors, but you know we're patting our own backs here. Um, you can find it at uh, ChroniclesLimbo.com. If you have Instagram, you should use uh, find uh, Chronicles of Limbo at Instagram because there's something special that uh, comes out with a comic. The comic comes out every Monday, and the special thing on Instagram is also every Monday. But because you know, I know not everyone has Instagram, I'm releasing the special thing on Thursday, and that special thing is a motion comic. Yay! It kind of moves, but it talks. That's the most uh, interesting thing about for, it.
1: For those who don't like to read,
2: right? And so, but uh, Stephanie uh, voices Mop in that. And I do. Uh, and Leslie Roberts uh, voices it's Josephine, and my mother. And so it's awesome. So please listen. And John Walker's artwork is amazing. So uh, he's he's a cool guy. We gotta get him on the show if he'll come down. He was supposed to come down for the holidays, but his dog uh, got real, real sick, and. Uh, Aww. Not doing too good, so, you know, our you know, thoughts are out there f- to, to John and his puppy and his wife, so, so what, what should we jump into first?
1: Uh, you know, th- there's so much that has gone on since we last podcasted, <laughs> yes, so, um, we took December off, we did, we did, and, uh, I don't really know what we should jump in to first, um, should we talk about maybe the last thing we were talking about, which would be Westworld, because that ended during the time? Or yeah. should we talk about how awesome actually Rogue l- One was? Or should l- we talk about I, how I crappy 2016
2: was? <laughs> so my thought is let's let's go low and in high. Okay. So uh, 2016 was terrible for uh, deaths. Oh my <laughs> and, and goodness. And I, I understand that people die every year. I, I get that. But right. this year seemed like the year of the celebrity death. I mean, if If people look back on Mm -hmm. 2016, someone's going to shake their head and go, man, there's a lot of, like, popular people who just up and died on this. I've
1: been thinking about this um, a lot (laughs) because it is, you know, really disturbing. A lot of of people from our childhood, especially, that, you know, as far as musically or um, movie icons or whatever, people that we grew up watching and listening to died this year. It, does that mean that we're getting old? <laughs> Is it like our generation uh, that uh, now PR our heroes are at the age now? I or? mean, I,
2: that's part of it. I mean, and especially because of, you know, we are child children of the 70s, 80s. Right. And so I was listening to another podcast on the way up here, and th- they mentioned something about how the movie's trends changed between the 1970s and 1980s. Mm-hmm. And so the trend in the 70s, if you look at the top-grossing films of the 70s, they're like The French Connection and The Godfather right. and Jaws and, and Annie Hall. I mean, these these big kind of grown-up films, they're right. all about adult protagonists and adult situations and adults doing things. And then in the 80s, especially after, especially after Star Wars in 77, but, but in the 80s, we got kid movies. Mostly kid movies, and it was like, you know, and it was not just kid movies, but it was like movies starring kids, and kids having adventures, you know, so you had E.T. and the the Goonies, Goonies yeah. My Favorite Monster Squad, and, um, or you had giant fantasy films, so you had Star Wars, and you had Star Trek, and, uh, Batman came out in 89, and uh, Superman was late 70s, early 80s too, so you had all these, it's funny how either Something happened. Right. Either the adults went, Oh, we should start making, you know, movies for kids because we have seen the seventies and it's been all nothing but terrible and then they were like, Well, let's kinda help our kids do better or whatever Or it's something I, about I think it was people want to relive their childhoods publicly. I,
1: Yeah, I mean, I would agree with maybe the last statement, but I really think it was marketing. I think somebody got smart and said, okay, if we market to the um, teenagers, which kind of, you know, preteen and teenagers, they're going to, like, irritate their parents enough to where their parents will take them to these movies. And then they will buy, these parents will buy things from the movies. You know, I really think it was marketing.
2: Oh, well, I mean, there's part of that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I I, think when Star Wars came out and created, you know, Lucas accidentally created, you know, realistic marketing right. for movies. I mean, that was total kind of a, <laughs> uh, a, a, a I'm, I'm accident on there. I'm looking at the feed. Uh, so, uh, okay. Drew says that, <laughs> Drew Hall, our friend Drew Hall and my co-host Hi. for Rebellion. Uh, the Star Wars podcast says relevant cinema equals the 1970s, and then he says it was cocaine in the 80s. I I,
1: I also agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All great ideas were on coke. I'm like, uh, could so, be. So could Luke be. is in Spielberg in Hawaii, counting not counting their Star Wars money and doing coke, and like, I got this idea for like uh, a guy with a whip. It'll be great. It'll be, be great. What we'll a giant ball chasing! <laughs> It'll be awesome. Oh. And Nazis! will have lots of Nazis! Kids love the Nazis! Nazis,
1: great. Yeah.
2: My mother says hi. Hi, Mom. Hi. <laughs> and, and your son said, America! <laughs> uh,
1: my son? Yeah. He's on there? Oh, he sure did. America. <laughs> America. What time is it in Japan?
2: I don't know. I'm not Japanese. <laughs> we We have a listener from Japan. Woo-hoo. Right now. Right now. We'll take it. Awesome. So... I don't know how we got on this tangent of the cinema, we're but but, uh, we're but talking our heroes. About the but yeah, but yeah, yeah the, but, our, but our, our heroes. And so, uh, out of all of, them, and there was a lot of our heroes that died this year. Right. Out of all of them, which one hurt you the most?
1: Oh, Carrie Fisher, hands down. Um, it.
2: Princess Leia. It was so.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was like so devastating. I didn't even like talking about it. I didn't. I didn't go on publicly talking about it, other than like a, a tweet or two. It was just—I mean, I was upset. There are two people, there are two um, icons in my childhood right. that kind of set my standard as what kind of a girl or woman, female, I wanted to be. And it was Princess Leia and Wonder Woman. So one protect Linda Carter. <laughs> yeah, because those two, those two characters, those two icons. You know, that's what I looked up to. I didn't want to be a girly girl. I didn't want to be, you know, I wanted to be independent and strong. And, and so that's what I looked to. So it was devastating. I got and you. Carrie Fisher died.
2: All right. So <clears throat> don't hate me.
1: I'm not going to hate you.
2: But while Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. is up there for me. Mm-hmm. And Debbie Reynolds is up there for me. Right. And Prince is up there for me. And uh, Kenny Baker, R2-D2, right. also passed away. I mean, there,
1: there's a lot of bad ones. Mm-hmm.
2: The one that... Um, happened at the end of December that bothers me the most? Uh-huh. He-Man. <laughs> Look at me like that. I'm serious. He-Man. The DC Comics killed off He-Man and no one knew about it.
1: <laughs> I th- we're kind of talking about... No, no, no.
2: We're talking about childhood heroes.
1: I Well, yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, childhood heroes. <laughs> I, I will defend this one. <laughs> He-Man... And me had went way back eighty two to eighty six. I love He Man. I was down with He Man. I had all the He Man guys. I was I, I Dude, was, my mother will attest I had a bunch of He Man. When,
1: when I was <laughs> of that age where we'd get up and watch He Man, I had I had boy cousins. I right. played with boys and we would go outside and climb trees and get filthy and play He Man. Right.
2: So. And 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 He Man had the Superman complex where like no one knew he was Prince Adam, right. even though it was basically instead of taking off glasses he took off his shirt. <laughs> He's like, and now I don't know who this guy is. So every time like like Prince Adam would go take a bath, they'd be like, "There's He Man in the bathroom. What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm fighting evil poop." I don't know what, how they how they got that, but
1: but. So the live-action movie of Humane. Oh,
2: Dolph Lundgren's terrible at that. Uh, b-
1: but it, let, let me just say that Dolph Lundgren not a great actor, but <laughs> I have been in love with him probably since Rocky when he was in Rock, Rocky. Well, Four or most whatever. people know
2: him from, from then, yeah.
1: Right, but I've I actually watched all the other crappy movies he was in because I have been in love with him. I got you. I still think he is one of the sexiest men
2: alive. He's like a doctor in chemistry. He's a he genius. went to MIT briefly. Dude, is a genius. I
1: mean, the dude is amazing. So and uh, can't act. Courtney Cox so. was
2: in He Man, yeah. Masters of the Universe, and Frank Langella. Yeah. W- was in in that um, and some other people. But but <clears throat> let me get back to my get back to you. My sorry, he man. Man. morning of He Man. My morning. <laughs> he <laughs> <laughs> hey, he- Man. Shut, even. shut up. Okay, so so I have to I'm, I have to preface this also that while well, it's a comic book, I'm pretty sure he'll be back in March. But but who who? Hey, first of all, who kills He Man? Who does this?
1: Skeletor. No, I don't know. Skeletor didn't even do it. Who does it?
2: Mumra. Are you serious? Mumra kills. So so <laughs> so there, there is a there is a crossover that's happening in DC. That's what? Thundercats and He Man right now. Right right right. And so Skeletor gets Mumra to kill He Man, and he slap does. Kills He-Man. Ancient spirits of evil kills He-Man.
1: Right? I- I'm sorry for your loss. I know, right? It's very sad. So,
2: I-, I can't even read the comic. I get cry- I get teary-eyed. I'm like, no, He-Man. Yeah. By the power of His sister doesn't even know because she's on another planet.
1: You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? I do. How do you deal with the death on that show?
2: Oh, <laughs> poorly. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you how much of a weenie I am, and I'll get back to the He-Man story. All right, so <laughs> there's a new show on NBC called The Wall.
0: Uh-huh.
2: It's a game show that apparently LeBron James come up, and what it is is Super Plinko. So you have a Plinko board, and uh, Chris Hardwick hosts. That's why I was watching, because I love Chris Hardwick, right. Hardwick, and so I'm like, oh, I'll give this a shot. And so, <laughs> spoilers for the first episode of The Wall, just straight up going to tell you this. So this is how this game show works. They have the first the first contestants is this this couple who served in like in you know Afghanistan or there and then they got married and they're starting a family and um, you know doing good deeds kind of thing, husband and wife team. And so way the game show works is that you have one guy one person out who handles the plinko balls to go down to get these various amounts. Right. And to get plinko balls, you have to get questions right. Now if you get you know and so. You bet so many balls, and, and then the person who's answering the questions is in isolation. Mm-hmm. They can't see what you're betting. They can't see, and and what well, we can watch them answer the right. questions. And so, if they get a question right, the balls equal positive money when they fall. If they get it wrong, it, it takes away. It's negative money. So, I'm watching this show. Right. And you know, it's and they they stretch it out to an hour. It's a, it's not an hour show, but they stretch it out for an hour. And so, this couple. Had answered enough questions and hit enough balls where they had won a million three. It was a million three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Ton of money. Right. They had three balls to go, Uh and so the the wife answers the question wrong, and the balls are negative balls, and they hit. There's three of them, and they hit a million three hundred thousand fifty thousand, and take all that money away. All of it's gone. That's awful. All, all of it, right? It's all of it. And so, that's not... The, that, I mean, that's tragic. That's sad. And you're like, oh, that's bad. Here's the terrible part of this show. So, she's in isolation. They send her a contract through a pneumatic tube. And she opens the contract. And the contract says this. It says, if you sign this, you're guaranteed X amount of dollars. So, she, they give her so much money for winning... For every question she answers. Right. And, they, and they, there was a round where they played together and they won. So... Overall it was like one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars here 's the kicker she in isolation she doesn't know what he's won or lost, and so it's all on her to sign this contract or tear it up right and so it's TV and they make you wait and they make you wake and make you wake and so they get it together and and they're looking at each other and she and he is convinced that she has done the right thing. Oh honey, she did not do the right thing no she's like, well, I trust you for being the risk taker, and I think you've done really well so I, you know, I know this money is good for our future family paying off this house and all this other stuff. And But I tore up the contract. And he had to look her in the eye <laughs> and say, baby, the wall. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I'm in tears. I just, oh. could have given him a dollar. I just,
1: <laughs> See, I would be laughing oh. my ass off. Oh,
2: I felt how so bad for you these people.
1: Ever, how are you ever going to be on the dark side with me if you're going to cry at stuff like that? I can't
2: be on the dark side. <laughs> God, Scotty. Uh, that's why I'm Lando. <coughs> you gonna
1: skirt that edge? <coughs>
2: you okay? Swallowed wrong. Oh
1: no. Say, I just mentioned Dark Side, and you get all choked up.
2: <coughs> I do. <coughs> One of those pauses. <coughs> there you go. Continue. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, what were we talking about? The wall. The wall. Well, see, I haven't seen the wall. Celebrity so I deaths. Can't talk about that. Celebrity deaths. Um, so you're upset with He-Man, <coughs> who's a fictional character, and you've justified this. Um,
2: go ahead. Talk I, I, about the real people.
1: I mean, okay. So the <coughs> real people. Well, what, well, we were talking about the real people. I'm just saying I was most devastated by Princess Leia, and I and you know just because of she taught me to be the way I wanted to be. But uh, I was also very upset with um, David Bowie. Yep. That was a big one for me.
2: His labyrinth was awesome.
1: Also, <coughs> musically. Growing up, I remember being, like, really young, and my parents had several of his
2: albums. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So that was a thing. <coughs> I liked... Um, of course, you know, Spiders from Mars, <coughs> Ziggy Stardust is amazing. Yeah. We played that a lot in high school. <coughs> Prince, too. I mean, come on. <coughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Not as big of as a, a Prince fan as I was of David Bowie.
2: I was more of a Prince fan as growing up. I mean... I liked Prince. <coughs> I love Prince. I got
1: upset with Prince when you weren't able to, like, get any of his music online. Well,
2: I mean, I get it. I <laughs> mean, I get it. I, I get couldn't it.
1: even pay for it hardly. <laughs> it was hard to find. It's not on Pandora. It's not all, You can't find it anywhere.
2: You just had to buy it in the stores. Yeah. Or go to his concerts. He gave a lot of it out. That's true. Uh, so your favorite Bowie song?
1: Mm. <coughs> That's a good question. I'm still um, upset
2: about the wall. <coughs>
1: <laughs> Favorite Bowie song? Probably China Girl. Uh, Believe it or not. It's a good song. It is a good song. It's a great song. I mean, he had way better songs. He had, he had songs, but that's the one that I, I like, remember a lot of, because my mom would sing it all the time, and she loved it. Oh, so yeah. it was kind of, you know, childhood
2: feels. I think, I think for me, it's Ziggy Stardust, and it's because, <coughs> you know, I play guitars, kind of, mm-hmm. but I'm only out of peer pressure.
1: You only play guitar out of peer pressure? Yeah,
2: um, so, uh, I had friends in high school who, uh, you know, you know, like, you hang out with, and um, they all started playing guitar, and I got tired of going over there and feeling left out, mm-hmm. so I picked up, I'm very bad at it, and right. because <coughs> I never cared, but, you know, they were all influenced by Bowie and all this other stuff, and so they, so I learned Ziggy's Stardust because they did, <laughs> so... What I also like Man of the World, and I to play that too. You're
1: ahead of me. I, I don't play any instruments. I Well, I, I did play clarinet for four years and hated every bit of it. So why'd you pick the clarinet? I didn't. It was picked for me, who which picked, is why.
2: Who picked the clarinet?
1: You're a girl.
2: You're going to play the clarinet or flute. Yes, uh,
1: exactly. That <laughs> was the exact. My parents not only said, you will be in the band. They said, you Drew have Hall's two choices, a, a, a flute or a clarinet. And I hated it. I hated both of those instruments.
2: Hold on. Uh, Drew Hall, sorry, called out Who's Prince on the Who's Prince? That's what he seriously said on, on this thing. I know, I liked it. And I'm sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Drew Hall, go watch some purple rain. Drew, yes. Oh, come on. Oh, that's terrible. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's terrible. Not
1: really, but yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm going with He-Man. You can stick with Carrie Fisher.
1: All right. <clears throat> we'll do that. I um my niece Hannah is devastated.
2: Oh oh yeah, this is sad. It is. She um, yeah, but cute. It's it like is sad cute. it's like sad cute. So
1: she um her Halloween costume this year was like old school Princess Leia. New Hope Leia. Yeah, and it's it was am- little buns. She was adorable. It was fantastic, and um, she literally went into mourning when Carrie Fisher died. Aww. It was just like I just want to hug her. I it's gonna know, be all right. I know. So Raise we have this niece. we have this whole <laughs> new generation of little girls that are looking up to Princess Leia. So I think it's great.
2: I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, there's a documentary coming out Saturday or, yeah, Saturday on HBO. That's uh, Carrie and Debbie. Yeah, and the
1: bright lights. Or yeah. yeah, I want to see I that. I saw
2: the trailer and, like, I'm mm-hmm. going to cry through this too. I can't be on the dark side. I cry too much. I, I'm just, I am the biggest weenie I know. I just, Turn it off like, like <laughs> a light <laughs> just like, switch. Just <laughs> can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep it down low <laughs> like a dimmer <laughs> switch. switch. <laughs> Sorry, can't do it. I cry. I drop a hat. I'll cry. uh, Movies. I'm like in the middle of movies just bawling my eyes up. So
1: I have a story about that. When Jamie and I were dating, um, actually, we had already gotten engaged, and we were doing the premarital counseling, the stuff you're supposed to do before you get married. Really? That's a thing? That's a thing. Maybe that was my problem. (laughs) And our um, premarital counselor at the time, um, what's that horrible chick flick? Uh, The Notebook was out at that time, and it was popular. And he said, you, you should go see that movie together as a date night. I hate, hate, hate chick flicks. Hate them. Oh, yeah, I know you. Hate <laughs> them hard. I know you. But, you know, you're going into this marriage thing, and, you know, you want to meet people halfway. And so I'm like, okay, I'll go. Jamie has several of, was it Nicholas Sparks, whatever. He's, he's read some of those books. <laughs> I, Sorry for diming you out, Jamie. Um, <laughs> so, so, anyway, we, we go to this Jamie, movie. how do you feel about the notebook? <laughs> Jamie's got tears in his eyes. And it's
2: you know, all right, my bro, brother. I'll hug you. all
1: sentimental and emotional, and I'm going through the whole thing. I'm snickering through the whole movie because I'm thinking this is the most ridiculous crap I've ever seen in my life.
2: I'm trying to think of the last movie I cried at. Uh, Big Fish, I cried a lot in Big Fish. I love Big Fish. That's a great movie. Yes. I'm just bawling my eyes out at the, the end at of the, the movie. End, oh. Yeah,
1: now that kind of gets me, yeah, too, because that's get... a daddy thing. I'm just anyway. like, yeah,
2: well, it comes out and everyone's kind of real, sort of.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one. I cry. The only movie that I like continuously cry through, no matter how many times I watch it, is The Color Purple. <laughs> Don't man. laugh at me. It oh, it's great. It hurts me, man. Yeah. At the end, it's like happy tears oh. at the end oh. when the kids come back. Oh no! The,
2: what gets me is when they're separate. You know, when when they're separated.
1: Oh no! It's when they come back. It's the happy. I cry at happy things. I'm a happy cry. Oh, I got you. It's an emotional happy oh, I cry. I cried
2: everything. <laughs> so. Terrible at it. Uh, uh, Carolyn's asks says, "Our hair, hair looks good, but I'm not sure whose hair." I want new hair. I'm I'm not happy with my hair. It must be your hair. Your hair looks great.
1: <laughs> my hair is just hair. My hair is just
2: hair. Is just hair. That's a weird statement.
1: I, l- I like that when you let your hair grow out a little bit,
2: personally. I do, too. And I But I, I kind of want to clean it up. But the problem is everyone only knows how to save, shave the sides of my head, and I don't like that.
1: Uh, that's, well, you need to find a new person. <sighs> we'll,
2: we'll have to find. We'll hunt down. Yeah. Carolyn, are you still cutting hair? <laughs> she cut my hair for years. That's why. I mean, for a year, like, like most of my childhood, she cut oh, cool. my hair. So.
1: so she must be talking about you then. Must be. <laughs> so
2: moving on. Moving uh, on. Um, Westworld, I guess.
1: I mean, we can. It's kind of like, I feel like it, we should like talk about it for like. Two minutes and move on. We
2: never talk about anything for two minutes. Well,
1: the reason is, is because it's like so far long ago, it seems like. So in,
2: in the long, long ago. <laughs> in the long, long
1: ago, there was a show called Westworld. Yeah,
2: but we have to wait for like two years. Well, no, no, it's next year it coming yeah. up. 2018 is going to be out. We so there's been like a whole year working on this thing.
1: So you totally
2: called it, though.
1: I didn't call it. You, well, you what you told me is exactly what
2: happened. Right. I mean, so if you've not watched Westworld, spoilers. <laughs> Actually, this whole this whole podcast spoilers. (laughs) Um, At the end of Westworld, we find out that uh, the man in black, who was played by Ed Harris, is actually uh, this other dude, who I can't even think of his name. William. William. Thank you. It's been I haven't seen it since I guess the first week of December it was out, right? Mm -hmm. So it's been three weeks ago. I haven't even seen it, and um, he we see the William character doing some stuff and we see the man in black doing stuff. They're the same guy. It's two different timelines we've been watching. Yeah. Crazy. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. I'm like, cr- I'm, yay.
1: <laughs> it was good. See, I told you. That's all we <laughs> needed was two minutes. Uh, Tom,
2: we'll get to we'll <laughs> get to the Porkins bit soon. I want to talk about that. When we talk about Rogue One. Let's <laughs> uh, make sure. I like this edition of Facebook Live. I do, too. So.
1: The one thing um, I enjoyed about uh, Westworld was not necessarily about the show, but um, my boss watches that show, and we would get together and just like talk about the show for half an hour. When I came to work, it was great.
2: It's good. I like I like the costumes. I like the acting. I liked most of the storyline. My problem with Westworld is I did not care what happened in Westworld. <laughs> Any of the, I just, I got bored when I saw the old west stuff. Well, I don't
1: like westerns
2: anyway. Oh, I do, but it was like I, ah, I, don't, I
1: don't like just the old west. Didn't care. That uh. is one place I would never want to oh, be. We need to talk
2: Walking Dead too. We haven't talked Walking Dead oh. in a while. We got to talk about the finale of Walking Dead. That reminds me too. Yeah. <sighs>
1: so, I've almost decided that I would give up Daryl for Negan. Really? Oh yeah. Should
2: I got you a Negan pop for well,
1: Christmas? no. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Daryl. I love some Daryl Dixon, (laughs) but wow, Negan. Why? Because he's like that sexy evil.
2: Yeah, but he's stupid. Mm. Well, so is (laughs) Daryl. No, Daryl's smart enough to be a good guy. (laughs) And I understand Daryl's a product of his, his situation. I get that. But Negan is sitting on a gold mine. That is, he is going to, he's already screwed up.
1: Well, I think he's just become <sighs> complacent with the way things are working.
2: Y- as far as... You can only push people around so much. And like history shows us, and Negan seems to be smart enough to know that, but doesn't care.
1: Well, that's because that's what the writers are telling him to do. Because <sighs> they're terrible writers. <laughs> well,
2: you can't blame Negan. It's the writing. Uh, well, I can blame Negan because I'm experiencing the story. Okay. So, I I mean, I've argued on this podcast a lot about how if I was Negan, how things would be different.
1: I understand. But that (laughs) is not, that is, (laughs) he's
2: doing it wrong and it bugs me. But that
1: doesn't mean that the guy is not sexy as hell.
2: Well, you know. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. I'm not into guys and I got you. But I I understand, I understand Jeffrey D. Morgan. He's beautiful. You know, know, lots of women folk and men folk like him. He's
1: loved by all. He is loved by all.
2: But so so the end of Walking Dead happens pretty much where it, they kill a bunch of non important people and cause everyone to rally together.
1: Yeah, so um, the band has gotten back together basically. Yeah, the band's got back together. And um, so last thing, Jesus is like, uh, it's time to take you guys to the kingdom. So they're going to hook up with. Carol? Carol? Yeah, yeah, Carol. Carol. Who's like, Morgan. I don't
2: want to fight, or I Carol just want to live Morgan. in my house.
1: She'll fight. Of course she will. She'll she's, totally fight.
2: Her and Maggie are like the most badass people in the show.
1: Maggie's awesome. Yeah. She's become awesome. And
2: she's got a baby now, and she's like, I got to protect this baby and rule this. World. I got this. Rick's kind of been neutered.
1: So what do you think? Why do you think they're uh, losing viewers? This is like the lowest ratings they've had since the show started this past season.
2: Because the show has taken such a dramatic shift, I think I think the killing of Glenn, not so much Abraham, because I don't think, I mean, people. I think people liked Abraham, but the killing of Glenn, I think.
1: I, don't you think that viewers expected that to happen? I mean, I would think that, you know, or were they just in denial that I, it wouldn't I th- happen?
2: I think they're in denial that it wouldn't happen. I think, and also... <coughs> I mean, and my mother, my mother's a big-time fan of the show, and she's it. I think it's a little too slow for her. Hmm. You know, there, there's there's a lot of building. Th- there this, is a lot th- of there's building. There's been a lot of building this um, this season, and it's because I think for the first time that the writers have a chance to do world building. We've we've had character development, mm-hmm. and we've had some good conflict, but this is a chance for us to see. How is society doing after the right. two or three years this has been going on? I forget, I don't know exactly the timeline because I'm not that big of a fan. So if someone out there can tell me how long it's been, please let me know.
1: Well, you just kind of got a <sighs> guess on how old Judith is. <laughs> so two. She looks like me. She's maybe two, but, if that old.
2: But – uh because
1: she w- she got pregnant right when I mean she was pregnant before she so ran she's two back plus in nine, two plus nine yeah. months almost you because you know, almost, we so we know almost that's what's years. his face's baby yeah, so, so she was pregnant before so Rick found right. them.
2: Can't think of Judith's mom's name. No, I can't. Either. <laughs> it's been that far.
1: Anyway, but anyway, so how you could base it on how old Judith is,
2: right? And how has it Negan killed Carl for fun? <laughs> I
1: I don't know. Carl got really lucky. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. I thought
1: I thought he was a gone. Coral, boxer. you're lucky. Coral. Coral. <laughs> Coral.
2: Uh, I I'll watch it. I will watch it because you watch it, and so we can have something to talk about. Okay. I mean, if uh, I'll be honest about this podcast, I probably wouldn't have because I'm still I'm literally there's a gap in my yeah. <coughs> my viewing from when Beth was still in Atlanta. The last time I saw Beth, she was still alive, <coughs> and then. Um, the jump to the episode before this, the season started because I watched uh, the the we're almost going to kill somebody till we kill somebody, which I thought was, th- the opening is the best episode so far this season. Yes. I mean, and not just because of the dramatic deaths of Abraham and Glenn. I think for me it's the Rick and Negan in the trailer stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, and then at really the end where Negan's going to you know wants Rick to cut off Carl's hand, and Carl's like, "I'm gonna go ahead, Dad do it." I'm like, "Oh, here's the problem. I think this is why they're losing viewers. <clears throat> that is an emotional high that you cannot repeat every week, right? because you like you just can't. there's no like you've got to have something. Well, I, you have to have some kind of breath, right but I think they've taken too long of a breath. Because it's not Possibly. really, there's, it's not been exciting.
1: No, it's been a lot of, you know, um, well, f- for the entire season so far, for instance, Daryl, one of the most um, popular characters, was in a cell right. or doing nothing. Right. So, you know, that is disappointing for people who are Daryl fans. Right. So you've got a character doing that the entire season. I would so have liked to have seen something else, but that. I, I think,
2: yeah, I and I think this, and um, I'm gonna talk about this too a little bit later, but um, Star Wars Rebels is the same thing. I think, um, and I love Rebels. You, you, know, you people who mm-hmm. listen to this or know me know how much I love Rebels. Um, season three, while it's good, it's slow. And I think, I think I'm m-
1: having a really <laughs> hard time staying interested in. But, it, but, season three. but it's
2: building. It's building. Right. It, and and there, it's. <laughs> Not every episode has been amazing, but uh, when I go back and look at like season two and season one, mm-hmm. it's the same way. Um, there are a couple episodes in season two, the first half that I like before the season break, but right. after the season break, when it kind of gets kind of cohesive mm-hmm. and shows one story. like So Rebels is coming into, it starts Saturday, but it's coming into a connection to Rogue One immediately. Right. So it's doing, you know, they got Forrest Whitaker, who's going to be S- Saul Guerrero, for two episodes, and they're right. gonna be Geonosis, and so that automatically ties in to the Death Star, and you know them mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. They released the the teaser trailer for this half, the for well the trailer for this last half of the season, and there's you know there's uh, Mon Mothma, and we found Dutch who was gold leader, mm-hmm. and I mean a bunch of a lot of Rebel Row One connections, and then there's also this Mandalore stuff going on, and then at the end it was Obi Wan. <laughs>
1: which is awesome. Oh I mean the me? trailer <laughs> looked fantastic. I have not my problem is uh, when I'm watching it I'm really trying to focus on the storyline because the graphics or the type of animation it is drives me nuts. So visually I don't enjoy it. Right, that's sad. It takes it, a it, r- it does take a while, but I don't enjoy it cuz it's very um, plasticky. Well, yeah, but it's it's almost it, it's very it reminds me of those little preschool toys. Right. So it's very, it's very young for me to watch. It's like I don't, I like animation. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like the animation that I enjoy watching. So no, It's not traditional two D kind of stuff. Like, it's kind of like I'm watching preschool cartoons.
2: But it's awesome preschool cartoons. I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I mean, so if Kanan will teach me my alphabet, I'm there. <laughs> right. Darth Maul's gonna help me teach my numbers. So
1: I have a problem with that. I like the story. will count I to really ten. I really do <laughs> like the story. It's just that I can't stay focused on it.
2: Well we'll so drink some wine and we'll watch it together. Good. How about that? Yeah,
1: we need to. <laughs> I need to I need to l- I need an audio of Rebels <laughs> and not we have to watch it. I guess you could
2: listen to well you listen to it and it's yeah. weird, but you know, I guess you could.
1: It just drives me nuts. I don't enjoy it.
2: Um I I love it. I love it for the story. And I it took me a while I think the reason why I haven't watched Clone Wars is because of the same uh complaints you have. Mm-hmm. The animation of Close Wars I just didn't dig. <laughs> and it didn't draw me in. And I'm a right. huge Star Wars fan and I just couldn't get into it. Um the first time I saw Rebels, I saw the opening of the first episode they had released the first like 6 or 7 minutes of it and it looked ridiculous.
1: Well, this the the trailer that you sent me today looked great. And well, I, I you know, but
2: And so I so it took me, and I, and I watched it on a whim. I was like, oh, I'll give this a shot, and then I got hooked.
1: You should be discussing the importance of the executioners. The w- please.
2: The executioners of what? <laughs> it just says, Scotty,
1: please discuss the importance of the executioners.
2: Which executioners, Drew? <laughs> Help a brother out with some more clarification. Or are you hey. talking? About, no, he. Or, or are you thinking Eliminators?
1: Oh look, Neil Thunder White just joined us. That was our um, DJ
2: oh, from Shakaan. Thunder! Thunder! Thunder has seen me in a dress. <laughs> That's right. And seen you dressed like a waffle.
1: I know. Oh. Awesome. That's our Shaka Khan connection. So
2: he's not talking. Uh, Drew is talking about um, Eliminators. He's not talking about Executioners. Eliminators is one of my all-time favorite B-movies. Is that what that said? No, this is like, okay. And uh, Drew says greatest film ever. Um, we're gonna do a bros. I'm making you watch this, by the way. That's fine. We're, we're gonna do a bros. Booze movies of it. The um, it's pretty. It depends on Drew's schedule. Drew, you got to get some I mean, time.
1: I am shot girl. I should be watching these mm-hmm. things anyway. Right.
2: And so, so the best way to explain this is this movie is uh about uh an evil scientist mm-hmm. who has invented time travel, but human beings can't go through it without. Technology, to help them survive. So it's like a reverse Terminator. You know, Terminator. You have you know, right. You got to go in naked, or covered in right. naked. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? <laughs> the rules for Terminator are bizarre. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so this is so so. He invents a time time travel, and then he makes a cyborg guy out of a fighter pilot that almost died. I, don't, I got you. All right. How old is this movie? Nineteen eighty six. That makes sense. And so the evil scientist guy um, decides that after he's run all the tests to go, he sent the the the, the manbots, what he calls him, mm-hmm. the manbot through through time. He's like, all right, I'll let, let's kill him and collect his memory and study that data, and I'm gonna build me a suit and then I'm gonna go rule uh, ancient Rome. That's his whole plan. Okay. And so. You got to uh,
1: have goals.
2: Right. And so the man bot's like, oh, oh, no, not mandroid. Mandroid. That's what it was. Mandroid. The, man, the mandroid's like, oh, hell no. And he escapes. Here's the thing. You would think that he would have legs, and he does. But he also has, he can also take off his legs and, and basically attach himself to a tank treads. So <laughs> he, so for part of this movie, this dude is half half man, half tank. That's, that is, all, I love the 80s. All right. It's, God <laughs> bless
1: the 80s.
2: <laughs> All right, so 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 you got right. S, s, of course, as he escapes, he gets damaged. Right. So he needs someone to fix him. So he finds Denise Crosby, <laughs> Tasha Yar from Star Trek: Next Generation. Yes, y'all.
1: I knew exactly. <laughs> right. you, so for, for people who don't know, so she's th- also on uh, The Walking Dead.
2: So, was
1: she? Yes. You missed that because she was during the whole Terminus thing. She was like one of the main Did Terminus. Denise Crosby was in
2: Terminus? Yeah. Man. Right? I thought I saw Terminus. Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to watch Tasha Yar. Mm, she was eat eating pe- people. Tasha eat Yar eating people. Make it so. Nom, 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 nom. That's it. So <laughs> Tasha Yar, who happens to be some sort of brilliant mandroid doctor. I don't know what that means, but that's what she does. Um, and then. Cybernetics.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And
2: okay. uh, she and he go to stop the evil guy from running, ro- ruling Rome. On the way, they pick up a guy who's basically Han Solo in a boat. Okay. And uh, and a ninja named Coochie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Coochie.
2: Coochie the ninja, Coochie which the apparently Coochie? is the is the best ninja. Is like uh, this name was a traditional passed down from generation of ninjas. You are Coochie the ninja. A dude wrote this out and high fived himself. He was so happy he got. Okay, <laughs>
1: this goes back to Drew's theory:
2: cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cocaine field. In the eighties, I mean. So he's he's basically comparing Eliminators to Rogue One. It's got uh, oh, a, well, okay. an ensemble cast trying to stop evil guy. Okay. So um, we're gonna watch it uh, as soon as Drew is available. Yeah. It'll be a Bros Boost Movies. So we may do that live. I would like to do that. We may so, boost shall we them. just
1: go into Rogue One? Yeah, let's talk about Rogue One. Rogue One. We saw it together on opening mm. night. Was the Game of Thrones for Star Wars.
2: How so? Everybody died. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> it, I'm sorry, I thought you were thinking like, you know, complex no, stories no, or anything. No, not <laughs> complex.
1: I'm talking about everybody died. <laughs> I mean I think George R. R. Martin must have had his hand in it somewhere. I think I'm just,
2: you know No, I you know, everyone did die and I think everyone should have died in that. Oh film. yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> absolutely. But <laughs> it's so different from any other that that was one of the, the things that made it so different right. from any other Star Wars movie. It's like all the main characters. <laughs> done.
2: Out. <Peace> He's <laughs> out. He's out. I I like the movie. Uh, and I have two thoughts about the film. Okay. I think it's a very good Star Wars movie. When I first saw it, I tweeted, and I stand by this tweet, that it's near perfect. Mm-hmm. But I will clarify for a Star Wars film, mm-hmm. it's an okay movie. Okay, it's an okay movie. Will I own it? Of course. Will I watch it again? Yeah, probably. But uh, I mean, I haven't. I I own the Force Awakens, and I haven't watched it near as much as I thought I would. I, I watch it more because it's on stars and then breaking out my Blu-ray. Right. But, I mean, I don't find myself as interested in it. I think I liked it better than um, The Force Awakens. I definitely <laughs> liked
1: it better than The Force Awakens. But
2: I hate everyone's favorite characters.
1: <laughs> okay. Which characters do you... Who? Which favorite characters do you hate? Oh,
2: I can't stand K2. You can't? Cannot stand K2.
1: Why?
2: <laughs> he's... I... He's... He got all the joke lines, which is, I guess, is so fine. Do
1: you think he's the robot version of Jar Jar? No,
2: I don't think he's that bad. No, don't get me okay. wrong. No, 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 no. I, you know, he's just—I'm—I'm I'm not interested in him or his relationship. Okay. Um, he
1: thought he was just kind of insignificant.
2: Right. Yeah. Could have done that.
1: Well, you could. Well, you could do the whole story without him, but he c- did help n- there at the end.
2: Right. I um. I liked. I liked Cassian Andor. I liked his backstory. I was interested more in him than I was in Jen Erso. Mm-hmm. Erso. Um, but both of those I was very less interested at all. Um, I liked um, Chinway and Baze. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that relationship. I thought they were fascinating and I would love to know more about them. Yes. I, I they
1: were my favorite. They were actually my favorite characters. I
2: love um, Bodhi Rook, the pilot. Oh, I loved him because he's that character who truly out of all right. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different motives, right? So Jen's got Jen's got the I'm the rebellious street, and this is what I should do because she has to rebel in something. Why, even though why she doesn't say that in the movie, she's got to yeah. just. But she's she, also
1: got the the dad. Yeah, factor. she has. She has
2: to avenge her father, and everything. Right. So you've got Cassie and Andor, who's got. He is the true rebel soldier. He right. he believes in this cause. He's going to do this. He does I mean, whatever you told He straight up for the a guy, which we've never seen a rebel do. Right. Straight up murder a guy, because you know he's. It's like um, that last episode of Mash with a chicken. You know yeah. you got to shut that guy up or, or.
1: It was yeah. I have to say that was that was really shocking to me. Not not that the rebels didn't do those things, but that they're now showing it. Right. Which. Which I, that's one of the things I loved about, this is, this really, other than, let's say Empire Strikes Back, because we all know that is the best Star Wars that movie is my, ever. You know, the best Star it Wars. It really is. Top it. <laughs> but this one, I think, to me, was is going to be my number two. Okay, that's and, fair. and because I liked the grittiness of it, I liked that, that people die, I liked that the good guys kill people. Without cause,
2: she's just like all the murder in this movie. No,
1: it was real. I mean, it's war. I, I got it you. was real. It made it real. You know. So,
2: but I think, that, and I think that's one of the reasons why I like Bodie. I think Bodie, Bodie's in there. He, he, he's that guy who's like, clearly I've discovered something that's, you know, he's a, he's a transport pilot. Right. He's, he's the guy just driving the truck, and then he finds out they got a super death weapon. Oh, that don't play. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell somebody. That's right. Because this is wrong. And he has such an interesting story to the point where it, it, you know even his death is like beautiful. It's like he does you know it gets the message right. out and everything happens and then it, oh I love that moment. I don't feel that way about the rest of them when they die base and Chinwe, I love way because I like that because yeah you know I love the I'm the force of forces with me. I love that I love he's just, just that right like that, said, that, that relationship and their death is honorable and great. But very uh, samurai. That's which, what it was. Right. Yeah. Very, very much samurai. I absolutely love Director Krennick. Yes. I think... Yes. Director Krennic is one of my favorite Imperials.
1: I enjoyed him.
2: And, like, and like, if I take Vader out of the c- c- equation and say, while well, he's an Imperial, let's make him a Sith. Let's put him in a different category. Mm-hmm. And like listening you know, like right now for me is it, it's Thrawn and uh Krennic. I love Krennic. Krennic's the only bad guy that um does something. You know, it, you know, the, the base is basically mm-hmm. being blown up and everyone just stands there dumbfounded and he's like, Get the garrison what yeah. the hell are you doing? And right and so
1: the only the only thing I did not like about his character, and and that's just a, to me a basic character flaw in people, is how he um went to Vader and was basically kind of whining.
2: <laughs> it's human, though.
1: I know it is human, it's real. But it's, it's, a, it's not strong. The re- it's probably it's the weak. W- it's fine. I don't like weakness. It's okay.
2: It's I, I think a well rounded character should have flaws. Right. And so, and so, this is a side of the, the empire we never see. We never see the groveling, like, "Hey, buddy, look, Tarkin no. took my sh- my thing. Can you give that back for see, me?" See,
1: he should have just figured out a way to assassinate Tarkin and, and I, be don't
2: done think, a- I don't think credit works that way. Well, that's you know, the way I would have done it. I, th- I think Crennitt <laughs> is more of a straight up hands on, like, like you he's company man. He's company man. He's a company man. A company man. It, Vader's castle was awesome. Vader yes, scenes were it great. It was awesome. Vader. Watching was Vader awesome. slider rebels, I could just watch that all day. I hope like they make a Lego set of that. Just... I'm an Ewok fan. Straight up,
1: yup yub. I'm sorry, Drew. I've I've always been, you know, more of an empire fan.
2: Well, your stormtroopers get beat up by teddy bears. I know. Straight up. I know. Teddy bears.
1: It's terrible
2: a whole bunch of teddy grahams has come down and rock their world
1: <laughs> so wait, i blame the writers
2: <laughs> you're blaming the writers for everything
1: i do i do it's all their fault um
2: i um but my favorite absolutely favorite thing in the entire movie mm. was all the rebels stuff <laughs> of course oh of course. yavin four had the ghost the ghost was in the battle like Hera was. She got promoted. Yeah, and was mentioned choppers in it for just a half second, and Hera has a line, but we're not sure if that's Hera or just some mm-hmm. some random person saying whatever. Um, but uh, it's the same actress, and I'm just going to say that was Hera.
1: <laughs> Probably was.
2: I'm just going to say that was Hera. So I thought it was great. It's, it's something they have done. I mean, this. I mean, they, this is the first time they. You know, like they've acknowledged the cartoon stuff. And they did it twice because Saul, Guerr- Saul Guerrero is in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and then they had the the Rebel stuff. So I'm so keep doing that Star Wars, keep doing that.
1: Especially since it's all considered canon now, it yeah, should be canon. linked. So
2: I've been arguing. I, w- I was arguing online for a live action uh, Rebels movie. I think Rogue One teaches me that you can totally do a live action Rogue One uh, uh, Rebels film. There's no no reason why you wouldn't. Hey, you could. This could have been a Rebels film. This could how the Rebels go. You know how how ghosts right. The the you know the, the uh Specter Squad just go out. <laughs> I'd have been sad, but it'd have been awesome. You know, Kate and Hera holding yeah. <laughs> each other with the tent blowing up. Oh, I'd watch that. I would watch that for. I like
1: would like totally watch a live action one. Um, I just can't stand animation.
2: I'll get you used to it.
1: <laughs> I'm trying.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll get you used. to it. I mean, I, it. I am watching it. Good. I'm glad you are watching it. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs>
1: Well, I want to because I like stories. Right. I want to stay on top of the stories. It's I, I would rather in this I would rather either read these stories or listen to them right. than have to watch it. Well, um, I'd rather read them because um, I like to read. Well, I but got
2: well. I don't. I mean, they don't have. Uh, they have a a prequel book mm-hmm. that's with Caleb uh, with Canaan, uh, Kar- who was Caleb Doom at the time, and Hera, mm-hmm. isn't it? And uh, Chopper, and it's kind of how they two got together and. See, I would read that. And so, I, I have the audio version. <laughs> and so, and I'll let you borrow the Ahsoka book. You like the Ahsoka book? I already read it. Yeah, no, I said I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, it that yeah. was awesome. Because I have it back now. It's really good. But Drew's all excited about something. He was like, yes. Yes. But he didn't say why.
1: <laughs> I think because you started talking about the Rebels. And connection. And connection.
2: Yeah, so. Well, and, and Rebels is, is it paying back, um, like I said, the first two episodes of this coming season as um, uh, Ghost Geonosis, which... Those who know about Star Wars, that's where the Death Star was uh, planned and started construction there. And so they're going to find Sol Guerrero and they're looking to figure out what kind of crazy thing that they're building. They don't know yet. Hmm. So I'm all excited. It's an hour long special. I will will probably, usually those things I watch early, but I will be on the road. Uh, I am going to New Orleans on Saturday. I'm excited.
1: I may or may not go.
2: I hope you do. I hope you can make it.
1: I hope I do. We'll see.
2: Um, So, there's Wizard World. uh, It's going to be in New Orleans. And I'm really going for one thing. Uh Uh, I'm a huge X Men fan, and my um, favorite artist of all time, Art Adams, is going to be there. My goal is to get there early enough and probably pay him a lot of money to draw something for me.
1: (laughs) So, um, Drew wants to know your thoughts on the um, Han Solo movie.
2: Uh, I think the Han Solo movie is going to be fun. It's written by. It's written and directed by the guys who did the Lego movie, which I really like. I'm. Um, I, I'm on board with Donald Glover being Lando. I hope it's. I would like a buddy movie between Chewie, Han, and Lando. I really would like that.
1: Kind of like a Star Wars hot tub time machine. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I love a hot tub time machine. I know. Machine. Right. I like both of them. They're really good. They're fun. Um, I would. Um today they just announced that Woody Harrelson's they're they're looking at Woody Harrelson to be like Hans mentor. Did
1: you um I read today this is nothing to do with Star War um Star Wars, but it has to do with movies and like and movies. all that. <laughs> um I was reading today that um Hugh Jackman is reconsidering retiring from Wolverine. The Wolverine. I'm kind of excited about that. I love him as
2: Wolverine. I I love him as Wolverine, too. I would, I'm holding my judgment until Logan if this is a good ch- choice for him or not, if Logan turned out to be a good movie. um, And if, honestly, if the only way he would come back, because someone eventually has got to take over the role. Someone's got to, someone right. else, you know, he, he's he got to pass the mantle. Yeah, and so, um, I would love Wolverine in a Deadpool film.
1: Um, I think Deadpool is supposed to be—that's happening. Uh, either Deadpool is going to be in this one in the Logan film. No, he's not in the
2: Logan film. Far than know.
1: From what I understand, he is going to be—they're going to be in a film together. So well, that's it, that's I, I he- would I've, I've heard I w-
2: that. I would I would watch. But that. I don't know which one. I would watch it. I know Ryan Reynolds was trying to get uh, Hugh Jackman to be in Deadpool two.
1: Then maybe that's what's going on. And so,
2: but it all it, it all is depends. That is happening. Hey, I'm I'm all for it. So, yeah, I, I, I would watch it. Han Solo, I, I, you know, it's Star Wars. I'll watch it. <laughs> we'll be first in line. We'll be giddy about it. It really, and, you know, much like episode one, when, you know, we'll see it and laugh about it and think it's great, and then the second viewing, we're like, maybe not so much. Because <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. I'm, I'm still waiting for that. For me, Rogue One probably is third. Maybe, yeah, probably third. I like I think I like Jedi more. Um, and I think, I mean, and it all comes back, it's going to be rewatchable. I can't really make the decision now. Maybe later this year. Yeah. Um, Force Awakens is probably fourth. And then A New Hope. I don't like A New Hope. But this makes me watch A New Hope in a different way, so I don't know.
1: The Force, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about The Force Awakens. <laughs> I I mean, it's definitely neat. better than, um. It's neat. It's okay. It's better than some, not as good as others, as far as Star Wars to me. Right. So, but it was not my favorite.
2: It wasn't my favorite either, but it was fun to see. I think for Force Awakens it was really good to see. It was fun to see. I mean, you have to admit, it's better than the prequels. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, think, I think Force Awakens gets a pass because it's the first time since Jedi we really got good Star Wars. Right. it's a- way better than and it's re- And the reason why it's good is because it's pretty much retelling a new hope. And
1: that's what I didn't like about it, though. It's like, uh, let's...
2: And I, and I get it reintroducing a new generation to an older movie. You kind of retell it. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I'm curious where they go from here. Right. And where, where does... It, how does 8 differ? And since, you know, 8's got a different writer and a different director, it's it's literally a different film.
1: I'm curious to know what, what are they going to do with Carrie Fisher's character.
2: Well, she she filmed all her stuff in 8, right, so... But... Oh, Kill lay off lay, time yeah. to time to lay the I don't want to see CGI Leia. No. I don't. I didn't want to see CGI Leia in this movie.
1: You didn't like it at the end?
2: Still don't like it. Really? No, no.
1: I kind of liked it at the end. It had kind of feels like nostalgic feels. You
2: could do that without showing her. That movie should have... this is how this movie should have, you know. So maybe with Captain Antilles somewhere? gets no, Captain Antilles gets the The Death Star plans, he runs to the cockpit, the door opens, you see the back of Princess Leia, he walks in, door shuts, credits, we're all like, (gasps) and that's it. We don't have to see her dead eyes. And I'm not saying that, you know, because she's passed away now, look at that CGI's eyes, Are I mean, at least Tarkin's kind of have some life to them, and and Tarkin took me a little bit to get used to. It
1: took me a minute to... It was a it lot easier. Registered of that he was CGI. Not that, I mean, I immediately I noticed something was off. Oh,
2: he was so waxy oh, the first time I watched right.
1: it. And it was, but I kept looking at, like, flaws, like, in the anima- CGI or right. whatever. And I, and I looked, and I looked, and it's like, something, what's going on here? And I leaned over, It's like, is he, is that CGI? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's like,
2: and so this, my second viewing of it, it was a lot better. But my second viewing, and I've seen, I've seen, um. Thanks to the internet, I've seen the Vader kill everybody scene to the end um, multiple times because it's kind of like oh, I'm in a bad mood. Let's watch Vader kill lots of people, um, and it ends. It always ends with, with Carrie Fisher's mm-hmm. dead eyes, and they just don't look like if you look at it. Paul, oh, it I just, haven't looked at it. Oh, it's so just dead <laughs> because they're not real, and you, right. you, it's so and. I think they thought it was so quick you wouldn't know some people. Of course people are going to pause and look at it. It's just, It just doesn't work for me. I, you take that movie and you 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 dangle the carrot, you don't give it to us. And they gave it to us. And I don't think that was good. You didn't want it. No. You didn't like that on carrot. On the flip side, though, I like watching, you know, Vader killing all those guys was awesome. And then watching the Tantive 4 fly off. Yeah. And just, you know, standing on the, the docking bay and looking just boss-like. I'm like... Vader was vicious, and Vader is the Darth Vader I had always wanted it that I had only gotten in Rebels, right? And so this was really cool to have Vader be the Vader. All, you know, he's the scary Vader I played with as a kid, right? And so well,
1: that's why I I really like this movie because it was all it, it more real as far as what
2: it were for me. It's it, it's right. the best RPG I've ever played. <laughs> it really reminded me of mini RPG sessions. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm not hating on it, Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I think it's a f- great Star Wars movie. I think it's an okay movie. i got to be honest. I th- it's my favorite Gareth Edwards film. I don't... It didn't wow me? Mm-hmm. There. It, I mean, I'll be honest. The first act and a half, I was not feeling it. And I was getting real nervous. Like the weird thing in Saw Gray's hut that, you know... Kisses all over Bodhi Rook and you know the (laughs) bongola, the bongola gonna get your memories. Mm, I'm like, what? (laughs) What is this terrible CGI blob gonna do? Why? 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 Why do that? I mean, um, I don't know if it was Drew who suggested this or someone else should have done. Someone else suggested instead of having the bongola thing, right? The interrogator droid from the Death Star. Oh yeah. It's nostalgic. Calls back. It does the same thing without being the up <laughs> I I don't even know if it's bug- You know, it reminds me of like, it it reminds you of like um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when like uh, uh, the the blue guy who was I can't think of the name because I'm thinking of Star Wars when he's talking. Yeah, about the him? wrestler. No, no, no. That no, that's <laughs> um, that's that's not the wrestler. Um, wasn't he blue? No, he wasn't blue. Um, are you he sure played Merle. Right? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, 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 can't think of what. he, Anyway, but love him, but yeah. I can't. <laughs> well, yeah. But so he's. Um, He's he's talking to when he's trying to get find out about the uh, the Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. you know who's looking for whatever, and the guy's trying to tell him he's like boogla boogla numble boogla, boogla. <laughs> oh boogla, bo- and that's all I can think about when it, the boogla will get your brain boogla boogla, boogla. oh it, it was <laughs> no, no, terrible. Ter- drew drew hated the CGI. Um, yeah, Drew should just come on to the show. I just <laughs> if if Drew's in town, Drew may be off on assignment somewhere. Drew Drew's a traveler; he goes everywhere world traveler and so uh, I you know it's <laughs> but once like you know the this, this stuff Krennic shows up in the middle of the act and this is a badass I liked him oh just I like Krennic doing being Krennic
1: Krennic's bad day oh yeah that's what I call the bad movie day. Day.
2: Yeah, that should be a t-shirt <laughs> Krennic, Krennic's bad day we should make those well, I think we've uh, getting close to the end of our show.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's,
2: unless there's anything else you want to mention.
1: You know, it's it's one of those things because we've taken such a break. I've got all these, and it's just too much. We I have to. I don't know.
2: I got you. Well, well. How was your holiday, by the way? Oh, it was quiet. Good. 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 Very quiet. Good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I had two days off of work, and then went right back to work. <laughs> how it works. That's nice. Um, so a couple of shout outs. Uh, if you notice, we have a giant sea back here. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook. If you're not, there's a wall behind us with a really cool uh, logo. design. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Container Yard, which is now kind of our new home base for Mopcast. I'm really excited to, to have us here. Um, it's kind of a cool open office wor- workspace that... It's quiet and there's nobody here at night. So we're like, can we rent this at night? And they were like, yeah, you can totally rent this at night. So, so if you need open office space, check out uh, ContainerYardWorks.com. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I love it. It's a cool space. I really like it. Uh, also want to give a shout out to a new webcomic. It they, they've been out for about a little while, a year or so, and they're really funny. It's uh, Scott Bunny and Aerosaurus. You find that on Facebook. It's very funny and cute. And their newest one is about how t- 2016 is terrible, and they're threatening 2017. It's amazing. I saw that. It's very cute. Yeah. So, and th- and uh, we met them at MobileCon this year, and uh, they are out uh, of or- the New Orleans area, and they are just so cool. They're so nice people. So nice people. Speaking of webcomics, comics, ChroniclesLimbo.com. You can watch, read mine. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's awesome. Read it, and then watch the the movie when
2: motion comic motion comic. people are like well this ain't a movie no
1: the motion <laughs> comic also because there's some wonderful local mobile talent that's uh voicing those yeah characters, right so.
2: and then and art by j.s walker so very happy yes. about that hey sean Givens is here hey what's up hey how's it go? you sean you and i have to play magic again you have to kick my button magic i'm terrible at it mm-hmm. uh so next week i'll talk about uh wizard world uh new orleans um and other things sounds good um me and Stephanie are going to. Uh, we got a new podcast we're going to do. She's like, "What?" <laughs> 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 so real quick, I'm
1: like, "What?" <laughs> yeah.
2: wait, 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 so so um, there was a show in the '90s. Um. Oh yes, that one. Yeah. We so are th- totally th- doing, <laughs> doing <that>. <laughs> <laughs> this. Needs yeah, to be a podcast. <laughs> if anybody wants to come watch this with us and join us on the podcast, I'm 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 okay with this. So there's a show in the 80s, call, 90s called 90s, yeah, yeah. called Kindred the Embrace, and it's basically what if Aaron Spelling made White Wolf, because it's Aaron Spelling, Spelling and did. White Wolf, yes. and <laughs> it's beautifully terrible. Oh, yeah. I and, loved it. I um, loved it. Uh, so I got some gift cards for Christmas, and one of them was an Amazon gift card, and part of that Amazon gift card, I bought the complete series for real super cheap, because no one wants it. Um Brian Thompson who played the Bruha in it is going to be at Pensacons. I won't get him to sign my my Kinder in the Embrace. That is awesome. And we'll try to get to talk to him about it. I really want to know about uh, about his experiences right. on that. I hope they're not terrible. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, oh man. Mm-hmm. So um Absolutely. That's gonna be good. So you can find me at uh, on Twitter at at Scotty White and dot uh, Scottywhite.com and Facebook Scotty White. You can find me all, all anywhere that says so Scotty White, it's probably me. Especially if there's a mop involved.
1: All right, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Stephanie S Ward One, or just look for Stephanie Stockwell Ward on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else Scotty makes me get on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sounds terrible. No, it's actually good. I'm like a I'm like a horrible dictator. <laughs> no,
1: it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I am loving the social media thing.
2: I am, too. It's fun. It is fun. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye, everyone. Bye.